0: As a final step, now and only now, we're going to talk about infrastructure, how infrastructure can help us be more sustainable. But notice there's six steps we can take before that are powerful to get us going. Let's talk infrastructure. My name is Michael Markarian, and my family business is a packaging company that serves top brands all over the world. There's no debate that some packaging is harming nature and polluting our cities, and something needs to change. My goal is to show you that sustainable options exist and how you can implement them right now. This is the Sustainable Packaging Show. Welcome back to the Sustainable Packaging Show. Thank you so much for being part of this journey as we talk about our seven-step process to make sustainable packaging the norm in the cannabis industry and beyond. My name is Mike Markarian with Contempo Specialty Packaging. So six steps down, one to go. Let's talk about the last step, invest in infrastructure. And at the end of this one, I'm going to review all the steps and we'll sort of have some sort of conclusion as to what to do next. But step seven is invest in infrastructure. And I purposely, as I've said before, put it last because I don't want the fact that there is not some infrastructure to stop you from taking action. As you've seen in the other six steps, there's some real things that you can do right now today to help make sustainable packaging the norm. And I think that when you say, "I if if only this existed, I would take action, you lose your power, you lose your ability to act, you use, you lose your inspiration, you sort of think, why bother? Because such and such doesn't exist. But as you've seen already, and as you'll see if you get more into this, there's a lot of progress that we can make right now, independent of infrastructure, to work on making sustainable packaging the norm. And sustainable packaging is like one of those things that, you can get better and better and better at it. You never quite arrive. It's like the saying or the reality that gold, you can purify it to be, let's say 99.999%, but you can never get it quite to a hundred. It's the same with sustainable packaging. We can always get better. We can always do better. When all this infrastructure exists in 30 years, we will have a more sustainable system. But in the meantime, what are we going to do about it? We're going to dream about 30 years from now. You don't know, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, right? So let's focus on right now. With that being said, let's talk about some different examples of infrastructure that could help things, just a couple, because infrastructure is part of this. We can, uh, you got the packaging itself, and then where that packaging in its end of life, there's infrastructure that will help make things more sustainable. So one example are recycling plants. You could improve the technology of sorting in recycling plants and also create new recycling plants. There's a trend that I'm seeing of micro-recycling plants where rather than me putting a a bottle into a blue bin and it goes somewhere else, it's more closed-loop. It's like a a mini-recycling system that would chop up the materials and turn them into new products. And it's actually something that uh, my family business, We've actually had articles written about us in the local news about this years ago where we take the jewelry cards, which is where Contempo started, Contempo Card, jewelry card manufacturing in, in Providence, Rhode Island. That's the history of the company before we expanded the cannabis industry and, and beyond. So we would take the scrap from jewelry cards, chop it up, uh, extrude it again into new cards. Now that was a way to be sustainable and also economic, right? You, you, you're not wasting material. And anytime sustainability and uh, economics can go together is where it really takes off. So recycling plants, you can move packaging plants closer to where goods are being made, right? So if the goods are in, if, if, if someone's growing in uh, Massachusetts, you want to be making ideally in Massachusetts. But you might have to build a $50 million facility in Massachusetts for that to be possible. So a lot of people, I think they get caught up and I agree. You want to be as close as possible to where the product's being manufactured, but that can come with time. We can still make the packaging more sustainable and then worry about the manufacturing infrastructure later. Raw material, uh, raw material plants. So in order for hemp paper, talked a lot about 100% hemp paper which is something that Contempo promotes Contempo sells Contempo loves we believe it could be the catalyst that makes sustainable packaging the norm in order to make it at the same scale as tree paper think about the infrastructure for tree paper so people could easily say I bet you they say today I don't I don't really think this way but it's it's the truth hemp paper Think about what it would take. Think about the infrastructure of the tree paper industry. Hemp paper, oh my gosh, to catch up would take so long to the tree paper industry. Yeah, no kidding. But let's start somewhere. You could easily say, because the tree paper industry is so mature, why even bother with hemp paper? But that's, you know, I'll bother with hemp paper when the infrastructure's there. No, the infrastructure won't be there unless we get busy right now and slowly but surely build it up. And who knows? It might take 30 years, 50 years. It might take 10 years. I don't know, but... There's no benefit in sitting here, brainstorming or, or or talking ourselves out of making improvements because the infrastructure isn't there. And that's that's a very good example of what we're talking about when we say progress, not perfection. Let's get busy. Let's start doing things now. Pick up programs that are closed loop. Uh, I talked about an example of that I think is actually really cool, where picking up hemp boxes from a dispensary that then gets. Brought to our paper mill and gets turned into paper that gets turned into more boxes. That's completely closed loop, and there's a great beginning of life story of the hemp itself, and then an amazing beginning of life story if we could say this packaging was made from other packaging that was recycled in a closed loop system. But different pickup systems. There's um, there's TerraCycle that company that has their their program where they, they um, where you take a package. And you return it, and it gets sterilized, and I think they call it loop. So there's different systems and infrastructure necessary, and that's a good example where the packaging and the infrastructure sort of connect together to make something possible. So infrastructure, those are just a couple examples, but infrastructure has its role in sustainable packaging. If we're going to minimize the footprint, especially around end of life, industrial composting being available in every neighborhood worldwide would give a much better end of life to compostable packaging. Because right now, if it's industrial compostable and there's no industrial compostable, what do you think happens? It's not getting composted in an industrial environment. But that doesn't mean we should abandon industrial uh, compostable packaging all along. It just means we should be thoughtful about uh, what we're doing when we choose it. So losing my train of thought a little bit. So bottom line, you guys get the point. Infrastructure has its place, but let it be the last step. Let some people work on that full-time. I think there's massive opportunities in infrastructure, in sterilizing packaging in for the cannabis industry. There's huge opportunities around that. But as far as the people that are making the brands that are looking to adopt sustainable packaging, the packaging companies that are producing packaging, the material companies that are creating innovative uh, bioplastics and sustainable papers. Don't let the lack of infrastructure stop you from taking action. Make progress. You'll be very... Things unfold. Like, because I started podcasting, because I started the Cannabis Packaging Show on YouTube, things unfold. Opportunities will come to you that would not have otherwise come to you. So... All I'm saying is that all I can say factually, that's definitely in everyone's best interest, which I try to do anytime I can, is to say that by taking action and doing something that's good, even if it's not perfect, you're going to put yourself in a better position for good things to happen than if you sit back and make, even if they're valid excuses, make excuses why something is impossible. So that's it. That's my um, step number seven, and that rounds out the series. So let's recap all seven points and kind of put it together, because we can't have an anticlimactic ending and just saying step seven is uh, infrastructure, but we don't really need infrastructure. We're not going to end it like that. But it's a very key point. Don't wait on the infrastructure. Let's get busy now. Recap of the seven points. Step number one, define sustainable packaging so we all agree on the target. We've done that sustainable packaging is packaging with a beginning of life where it comes from and an end of life where it's going that enables the environment to endure to sustain prolong itself and keep up and that's better than the status quo right so we don't want pr- we don't want to be perfectionists we want to do things steadily and incrementally that are better than the status quo and over time good things will happen those are good seeds that we're planting that we're planting that will turn to something great Step number two, take whatever gains are available today. Look around you. Look for ways that you could be more sustainable today. I think the gains today, it's just a ballpark number. We could get 30% of where we all want to be, 30% of the way there by taking the gains that are there today, but maybe we're only 5% of the way because people are too busy looking at the 70% that's not perfect rather than the 30% that's there. So take whatever gains are available, make whatever progress we can make. Let's get some momentum building. Step number three, identify innovations that are needed. There are innovations that other 70%, let's say, that are needed, and we need to get busy developing those. So it's a combination of identifying what those are and also broadcasting those so that um, innovators all over the world can know what top brands in the world are looking for. And that's something I want to accomplish through this podcast if I can play a role in that, um, where brands say to me, hey, we're looking for X. And then I can broadcast that to everyone saying, it would be really important. This is a missing link in our sustainable puzzle. All you geniuses out there, let's develop this. Step number four, final catalyst. A catalyst to build momentum and excitement. And in case you haven't heard, I believe that catalyst is going to be 100% hemp packaging. It's something that at Contempo Specialty Packaging, if I say we need a catalyst sustainable packaging is sort of uninspiring to a lot of people. It's a little bit boring. People have become skeptical. We need a catalyst that is definitely good for the planet that people can get behind that could be all over the news as look at 100% hemp packaging. It's a future where we're not cutting down trees to make board packaging. I could see that clicking. I could see that being everywhere. I could see that uh, sparking new ideas in people's minds on how to be more sustainable with their packaging and creating, it's almost like a rebirth it's going from the days of sustainable packaging is using 10% post-consumer recycled material in your plastic bottle to, whoa, I can really get behind this. I think that's a really important step. Step number five, getting consumers more involved. We talked about how some people say consumers don't need to be involved. They should be able to do whatever they want. It's It's the brands and packaging companies responsibility. And I say it's a combination. The brands and packaging companies make wise choices. They pick those, uh, Packages that are actually sustainable, actually good for the planet, allow the environment to endure, but that we need the consumers to know what to do with the packaging and we need consumers to be in the loop, to be educated enough on the topics of sustainable packaging so that they value it and so that they choose brands that adopt sustainable packaging. And when that happens, then the demand will be for those brands and the brands will follow. Okay? Okay. Step number six, make sustainable packaging ROI positive for brands sort of ties into the last point, but let's live in the world that we live in, not the one that you may wish we lived in where people just did things independent of economic consequences just because there's some people that get it. I believe right now, if you go all in on sustainable packaging, it is powerful for your brand. Consumers have shown me enough insight that it's good for the brand it's good. It's marketing. If nothing more, you can literally look at it as if you didn't care about the planet as a marketing spend. I believe that firmly, but we got to find ways to show brands to make it as black and white. How do we make sustainable packaging a no brainer for every brand manager in the world? Make sustainable packaging ROI positive for brands, return on investment, the money I spend, the extra money I spend on sustainable packaging. It's not just an ethical obligation. I'm not just relying on someone, uh, caring and being a nice person, but it's actually good for business. And here's the proof. And if you don't do this, you're missing out on this. That's when people are really going to shift, when they can see that extra spend is going to make them more money and not less money. And step number seven is invest in infrastructure. It's the last step on purpose, but it is also a step where I say invest in infrastructure as an infrastructure improves the ability to be sustainable, to think sustainable, to think in terms of full life cycle increases drastically. But there's much project progress to be made by you and by me before we talk about any additional infrastructure. So don't let yourself off the hook. And don't all I'm with this, don't deny yourself of this opportunity that's ahead of, that's in front of us right now. The fact that things are not perfect is actually. Look at it as a blessing. Look at the glass half full, that that's your opportunity, that you have the chance, you have the opportunity to invest your career, to invest your time in something of purpose. It's something that we all crave, that the work we do matters, that the work we do has some sort of purpose beyond just going to work and paying the bills. Well, what's more important than protecting the planet? What's more important than thinking about our future you have the chance to make that impact. If that impact was already made, this is how I think about it, right or wrong. If that impact was already made, maybe I'd be doing something else. Maybe I wouldn't have these opportunities. Maybe I wouldn't be here with you talking about these topics. So see it as an opportunity, capitalize on the opportunity, realize the opportunity will not be around forever for any of us, which is why I'm doing this beautifully imperfect podcast Mm -hmm. with you today, because this isn't going to be around forever. If I don't do this, Maybe this opportunity is going to pass me by, and I'm not willing to let that happen. And if you're a brand, you should think the same way. If I don't adopt sustainable packaging right now, then this opportunity to be a leader, to get the goodwill, where it's no definitely ROI positive, might just pass you by. And you might find yourself in a position where you're doing it because you have to, because consumers are, I don't like to use the word shaming you into it, but calling you out on it. As more brands adopt sustainable packaging, as brands beca- as consumers become more educated, the greenwash stuff isn't going to work anymore. So, my best advice, my sincere hope, and I hope I'm making good logical cases, and I'm not just saying to you, this to you as some guy that you hear podcasting, but that my my uh, arguments and my cases make sense. Do this now. Take action on this now while consumers are craving it, while there's a massive problem, you come in as the knight in shining armor, taking action on this stuff, building goodwill, rather than waiting for everyone else to do it. And then you're getting bashed and you're just like trying to, trying to play uh, catch up. All right. We'll leave you with that. So hope you've enjoyed the series. I hope you've gotten something of value one good idea, two good ideas, three good ideas, whatever it is, reach out to me anytime, mikeam at contemplepackaging.com. I love connecting with people. I love people that listen to the podcast that get some sort of value from it. As I'm talking here into this microphone, um, it's great to hear that people are listening and finding value from it. And like, I've said at the end of these episodes, the pre-recording, but I want to say it here directly. If you have a packaging product that is currently in traditional packaging and you want ways to make it more sustainable, please email us wow, W-O-W, at packaging.com and the Contempo team will do our best to give you three options to make it more environmentally sustainable in a way that's actually good for the planet, in a way that we believe your consumers will love. In a way that will make sense to them and they'll feel like, oh, this company's treating me honestly. This this is actually good for the planet versus you know, tinting plastics green or making things look kind of craft and tricking them, which is not a good strategy um, in today's world, especially. All right, wow at CandepoPackaging.com, just snap a picture or just write us and say, Hey, here's my company, here's my product. How do I make my packaging packaging more sustainable? And we will leave it at that. Thank you all very much. Um, I just want to thank you that you're spending your time to investigate more in these topics. All right. Thanks and God bless. Now is your moment. I can't say it any more or any better than that. Now is your moment. I recorded these episodes between meetings and late at night because I wanted to get these done before MJ BizCon. 2021, where I can share some of these ideas, these deeply held beliefs about sustainable packaging with some of the brightest people on the face of this earth in the cannabis industry. So this wasn't perfect. As I listened through to these, the perfectionist in me said, I want to rerecord. I want to rerecord. But you know what? I'm going to roll with it because I think the ideas are clear enough and I think I'm giving value here. So let me know how you want to collaborate, no matter who you are. If you share that goal, that sustainable packaging, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when, and you want to be part of the privilege of making it a reality. Reach out, Mike. M. at packaging.com, podcast at contemplapackaging.com, packaging.com or WOW, W-O-W com. Let us know how you want to collaborate, or if you're a brand, you know what to do. Snap a picture of your current packaging, send it along to WOW at contempopackaging.com, and we will send you three sustainable alternatives. Let's do this. The time is now. The time to stop talking is now, and the time to start doing is now as well. All right, everyone. Be well.